My name is Tor Masamuni, the Shredder from the 2014 Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie, and you are listening to the Canned Air Podcast. Welcome to another episode of Can Dare, your tribute to comics and pop culture. I am Jeremy Colley. I'm Jack Doherty. And I'm Jake Runyon. And joining us today, we have nobody. Uh-oh. It seems we've had a cancellation. Whoops. Gentlemen. There's only one choice. Russian roulette. Live. <laughs> Can Dare's final episode. That's the only episode. way to entertain these people. Well, that's all we can do. No, uh, we had a guest lined up, but uh, due to uh, circumstances from, I guess, work it was. Yeah, uh, beyond anyone's control. Mr. Ryan Little, who uh, has been a frequent guest on this show, was not able to make it today. So uh, I think we'll still touch on his books a little bit oh, later, yeah. give him a little bit of a spotlight. I know he wanted to be here, right? Sure. So uh, we'll do that for him. But before we do that, in our retro roundtable, boys, I'm really excited about yeah. this one. We're going to need the extra time <clears throat> to cover this subject. Right? Yeah. So it kind of works out. I just, I really would have liked to hear what Ryan said. Yeah. Ryan has, I, I enjoy his opinion on these kind of things. And uh, the dude's fucking funny, too. <sighs> but Ryan. Uh, I miss Ryan. You got, <laughs> bought one of our mugs. <laughs> he did. That's true. That's a class act. <laughs> but he could have done it without us. Yeah. Uh, we've been seeing on Twitter, Facebook, all the media sources, pictures of Joaquin Phoenix as uh, the Joker. And, you know, it just started as a, I think, just like pictures a Pictures of Joaquin shot. Phoenix as a Joker. Uh, his out of makeup and then his in makeup. And um, I'm taking too long here because my mind's already reeling on it. <laughs> uh, we're going to be talking about the Joker today, that being the inspiration. Uh, all things Clown Prince of Crime today in the Retro Roundtable. So that'll be a lot of fun. And then the uh, Comic Vault, gentlemen. Indeed, the Joker theme continues because I'm talking Joker by uh, Brian Azzarello. I've got a patchwork entry for the uh, uh, vault that I think will have a little bit of Joker in there. Cool. So a couple things will be mentioned there, unless you had something to say. I got side nine happiness. <laughs> That's great too. <laughs> Nothing to do with the Joker, but it's good stuff. <laughs> okay, and then uh, I guess that'll be the episode. <laughs> so, <laughs> before we do all that, Jake, How are you guys enjoying this loose improvisational feel? All right, it's kind of feeling like the Patreon That's pod. Just yeah, thinking that. Let yep. this, you know, if you're on the fence about being a patron with Candair Podcast, let this episode kind of let this push you in one direction or the other. Yeah, <laughs> off for, the cliff or once towards we us find out Patreon. we don't have a guest here, we're like, well, fuck it, we just throw <laughs> the plans and just do what we want. I'm not even wearing pants. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's how comfortable we are. Yeah. But anyway, social media, Jake. Twitter, at CannedAirPod, and Instagram, at Canned underscore Air. And uh, Facebook is also at CannedAirPod, if I'm not mistaken. That's it. All right. Uh, First time. Yeah, <laughs> incredible. <laughs> Can you believe it? It didn't take any takes or editing at all to get that right. Um, you should go there and follow us and retweet all of our things. We love what we do, and we hope you love it, too. And if you do... Or you don't, uh, just go ahead and like things and spread them around. It helps. We're a disease that is incapable of infecting others without a host. It's easy to accidentally hit the share or like button. Yeah. Yeah. Just, I do it all the time. So just, just pause your porn and just fucking just hit the retweet button. It's not hard. If you can't do it on purpose, do it on X. Yeah. Yeah. For your boys over here at Candare. Might mean more. 
<laughs> We're also on Patreon, so if this extremely professional opener to our episode has enticed you to throw some money our way, that's the place you can do it. Uh, just a couple of bucks a month goes a long, long way. And if you hit that $5 mark, you have access to the Founders Club Patreon-only podcast, which is a, a real labor of love. I think we, we, I speak for everyone when I say we have a lot of fun doing that one, mm-hmm. and reception's been good. I really enjoyed the last one. I hope yeah. I didn't drone on too much oh, for you guys. Well, that's kind of the point, right? Uh, well, I talked for like 20 minutes like, and gave you the play-by-play of that day, but I haven't heard it yet. Cool. I felt it to be necessary. Yeah. You, you sat here. It comes out on the first. Okay, but you still sat here. <laughs> yeah. You think I remember this shit? Yeah. I'm not saying what, what it is. I did yesterday. Just can be I? more intrigued to uh, someone thinking about becoming No, a it wasn't a rambling drone at all. Not it was enough. fun. It was okay. a story. There's a difference yeah. between rambling and a story. That was a story. It, it went okay. somewhere. It had a climax, a conclusion. I climaxed. <laughs> Sitting pantless. Yeah. Oh, let's kick it off this week's yeah. Retro Roundtable. And here we go. <laughs> All right, guys, the Joker. Now we got to start this off talking about what we've seen of Walking Phoenix, yeah. and I we I don't we haven't discussed this amongst each other at no, all. No, we're actually coming so, into this pretty cold. Yes, we're going to have some very genuine. I think uh, we should opinions here. Lay down just almost like a disclaimer. At least on my part, Joker is one of my favorite fictional characters of all time. So obviously, in that nerdy way, I'm kind of protective of his image. Protective of his image. Please use that one. Will do. Thank you. (laughs) You're not going to. I can feel (laughs) it. So, yeah. Uh, You know, I I may have some some feather ruffly opinions one way or the other. But, you know, I'm I'm keeping it 100. I'm just going to tell you how I feel about it as a a big, big fan of the character. So Okay. So you're not saying really you're just not till we start the discussion. Op- yeah, optimistic. I just want to say oh, this if is I, the discussion. If I sir. seem extreme one way, oh, you're you want me here. to come right out and yeah. say it? Yeah, uh, I think the the eye makeup and the eyebrows are a fucking disaster. Okay, I don't like it because the Joker's thing to me has always been that he's a clown, but he's not. He's like a clown in the classical sense. He's got this very jestery, you know, almost supernaturally mischievous angle to him. You know, mm-hmm. the original character model is from, uh, what was it, Gwynplaine from The Laughing Man, a movie I love. You know, I get that angle. A man who is cursed by a gypsy to never stop smiling. You know, there's there's something interesting and, and frightful about that. And I think when it's just represented in that very classical clown-like way, you're losing something that makes him special. So that's the thing, though. Everything we've seen of Joaquin Phoenix so far has been very transitional. Like, the first shot was just him in plain clothes as the regular non-Joker dude, Arthur mm-hmm. or something or another. And I was like, oh, all right, whatever. We're seeing this. Who knows? Maybe he got a gig at a carnival. You know, by the end of the movie, as this plot progresses, he could look radically different. We just don't know for sure. But I'm I'm not a fan of how... This probably isn't the right word, but how almost, how almost like, generically clown-like the makeup is at this time. Okay. You haven't seen the new clip. Oh, shit. No, I haven't. Are you talking about the exiting the subway? Yeah. Yeah. He, I I don't think, I think that's just the starter makeup for him. Okay. And because the new clip, 
there's a a subway. A bunch of people are running off. It looks like they're starting to get in a fight. He walks out in a purple suit, and he has a mask on that looks like that makeup. And he pulls it up. It still has the eye, the black eye lines, but his grin is painted on way more than it was in that that first video. Okay. And he's got an evil ass looking grin on his face too. Oh well, maybe I didn't do my homework. On yeah, this it's. One. I think he's the Joker that we're. Wanting for, yeah. for Suicide Squad no more. Is oh, that well, is that what he's for? Suicide Squad no, or is no, he? This is a standalone deal. Standalone origin. It's a Joker centric movie. Yeah. yeah. When I saw this picture, I was like, okay, I don't get it. But Just him out of makeup. Yeah. Yeah. And then they showed a clip of him out of makeup, and I was sold then. Yeah, I really was. Was um, it with a flicker that kept going across him with them? No, but even before that, that, there was like somebody filming the filming happening, and he like comes out of a building, kind of spats at the door, like he just had an argument with somebody in there, and then a like a big guy like dressed as a clown comes out, and they have an argument on the street. You well, can't hear one. You can't hear what they say. Right. It's just somebody with their cell phone filming the recording of it or the the filming of it. But um, I don't know. I love the makeup. I mean, really? I just not because I think that's what the Joker look like looks like, but just because it's so fucking raw, man. Like if like if Heath Ledger's Joker were made by Paul McCartney, this one looks like it's <laughs> going to be done by Lennon. You know what I mean? I see what you just okay. I, I'm looking f- too far into it, I think. But this the suit has very Cesar Romero. Joker um, tones to it. I love that. It, sure. It's it's kind of has that 60s, 70s style vibe to yeah. it. Kind of, I don't know. Something you don't want to see in a circus. I don't know. It's kind of deranged looking. <laughs> sure. But I, I, I think Jack's right. I think it is kind of a starter makeup thing. You know, maybe. Okay. And who knows? It could be the final thing. It could be starter. But he's got to somehow get the accident and fry his skin and oh make him yeah pale that's a stuff. good point that was one thing i was going to ask is like uh, uh, i was thinking on the way home today is that still the definitive well that's a good question because in dark origin Knight, for the joker yeah we know heath ledger's joker had the the you know the old glasgow grin or whatever the hell yeah but those but are his skin wasn't bleached those are standalone things though and i don't think those have really bled into like the overlaying lore of the character mm. too much i mean they've been more than acceptable representations of the character in the franchise both characters for that matter but yeah i don't think like anything was adopted by like the comic franchise right. or the comic series that came from those movies that uh, maybe i'm wrong maybe i don't know but um i don't know i i just it, i can't explain it i can't explain it he with the the trailer he's talking about with the light flickering all right, all right. This image I'm seeing does make it look a little gnarlier. Yeah, it's getting there. Yeah. I mean, you can see where it's going. And even if it doesn't, I'd be okay with it. Yeah. Just because it's, it doesn't seem too stylized. Like, uh, like Nicholson, you know, was... For somebody who just had an accident falling in a vat, <laughs> boy, that was some precise dyeing yeah. of the hair <laughs> in the skin. Yeah. You know? Too Hollywood polished, and I, I like how that look of the Joker doesn't have that. You I like know? the messiness of it. It looks like somebody just could have done it. We could have done that in the bathroom, mm-hmm. you know. And I, that's what I like about it. But that trailer where he it, it ends, you know, the flickering of the light across his face, and then it ends with a quick shot of him in the makeup smiling. I mean, mm-hmm. he's got the he's got the face, he's got the yep. grin, he's creepy, he's creepy, and I think he's going to do good. 
I feel like his build fits better as the Joker than like how Jared Leto being he's too much of a dainty little. Yeah, I think for as much beaten on as he got hit by with Batman, someone a little small and wiry be broken in half and take hits like that. Yeah, right. I uh, yeah, I don't know how you could ever go into making a Batman film unless you just have no past recollection of the character and are just looking through like the the lens of a Hollywood movie yeah. producer mm-hmm. that thinking to turning him into this tattooed gold chain chilling at the strip club kind of joker well, what with are his, the kids like well, I yeah. heard the director apologized and said he went a little too far with the tattoos yeah no kidding you think <laughs> yeah cheesy Pete's yeah I, I not a fan <laughs> That's one thing I was going to do here was kind of go down through the Jokers that have, uh, you know, the actors who have portrayed them. Well, not yeah. that we need to do that's anything prolific. Oh, I mean, sure. we can sit here and obviously point at the best ones, but, you know, we've got ups and downs, I think, with yeah. probably all of them. But let, let me say, I appreciate you guys, your enthusiasm, your optimism for this Joker. Uh, I can't backpedal on this. My initial impression was negative. I didn't like it when I saw it. And I get And that. I still have doubts. Sure. That being said, I don't want to come off like I refuse to accept where it goes. You know, like, I, I'm not saying that I couldn't possibly enjoy it. Mm-hmm. I'm saying I think it's got a long way to really get me excited about it. You know, I don't know that we're going to even see it in this film. But one thing that's going to complete this character, that's going to really see if he works, is who's cast as Batman. Mm-hmm. Oh. You know, that's a dance that has to be played. You know, yeah. Tim, was it Tim, uh, or Kevin Conroy? I always want to say Tim Conway. <laughs> uh, Kevin Conroy and uh, Mark Hamill. <laughs> Definitely not Tim Conway. No. The old uh, man shuffling. As the yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, the two of them are perfect together. And if yeah. one or the other was to go, do the... That ballet wouldn't play, you know, it wouldn't work. And I feel like this has to be cast carefully. They DC typically isn't known for careful. No. But um Though Mark Hamill did the probably the best Joker voicing wise, I couldn't see him on the screen being Joker because oh, he's God, been no. a trickster too many times. And that's well, that and he just yeah, doesn't have the him. stature, you know, he's kinda short and that yeah. I don't want to say pudgy, but... <laughs> he's, he's a little soft. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A little bit. Maybe the penguin. Oh. No? <laughs> <laughs> Too far. Um, I forget what I was saying. Where were we going with that? What was that? What were we saying? Between Kevin Conroy and... Oh, Kevin. yeah. Uh, have they said anything about who's to replace... I haven't heard any. Batflight? Uh-huh. No. Boy, wasn't that whole... if he's even not doing it? It keeps going back and forth. Yeah. Rumors everywhere. That's like with Cavill and being Superman and not Superman. Well, see now if they, I could give a damn if Cavill stays. Nah. Oh, I enjoyed his Superman. Yeah. Who? I mean, who would you get better? He's just got that chiseled, like, uh, Mama's boy. He's, kinda... he's got yeah. He's got the look, but I don't know, man. Mate, you know what? It's probably my opinion of Superman bleeding through on this. Superman never really blew my mind as a character. Same here. So he probably just seems kind of vanilla to me. Maybe that's what it is, but I don't know. 
I mean, I think Christopher Reeves was good, but it oh, was sure. a different time. You yeah, know, the, right. the standard in cinema is different now, and I uh, I felt he did a great job personally. I I mean, everything in Justice League was just horrible. I that was such <laughs> a bad film. <laughs> so I I don't really rule that in with, but like Batman, Superman, and uh, uh, Man of Steel, his performance in both of those I thought was really yeah. good. I wish he changed it up a little bit more for being Clark, but that's. Just yeah, with Christopher Reeve being them, you just have to. They they really trust the audience to take that big leap with them. Yeah. Like, just buy it, okay? <laughs> it's a disguise. <laughs> it's worked for years. <laughs> but um, anyway, so the Joker. I mean, who's been your guys's favorite incarnation? My favorite, Heath Ledger. Yep, <clears throat> sure, easy. It's just you yeah. know. It's- I, you know, I remember having this same discussion when it had been announced Heath Ledger was going to do it. And I've said oh, this yeah. on the show yeah. several times. We had the same what? discussion when they said Jared Leto was going to do it. And I was going to be like, wait, you know what we said with Heath Ledger? And now I'm just like, you know what, fuck Leto. I was always on no with yeah. Leto. Always. Ever since that, what was it, April Fool's, that picture they showed of him sitting there. And they're like, well, no, this isn't actually what he's going to look like. And then it and was. Then it was. was like, yeah. oh, fuck. Yeah. Um... Oh, fuck. I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, yeah. My biggest grievance with Heath Ledger was just that he's his face and, like, shape were nothing close to yeah. the Joker. You know, Joker has a long, thin face, a pointed chin, you know, and... This I always thought guy about just 10 has like things a, I hate about you. Like a Charlie Brown Lord. head. It's like a fucking circle, you know? <laughs> yeah. But damn, was it good. Oh, yeah. So good. I'd have to agree with that. What about your least favorite? No, Jared Leto, obviously. But aside from him, least favorite. I, I Do animations count? They do. I love John. Was it John DiMaggio? Bender, Marcus Phoenix, yes. et cetera. I love his voice. He's a great voice actor. Every time I hear him in something, I'm like, ah, there's my guy. And I liked his Joker in Under the Red Hood, but it's kind of soured on me over time. I went back and rewatched it recently, and it's too subdued, I think. Yeah. It's too clean and precise. So I think that's probably my least favorite. I've seen that film so many times that it grew on me, but yeah. it took a while. It's in the opposite direction. <laughs> it took a no, well, no. I mean, it really took a while for it yeah. to happen, though. I, I just got to the point where I guess I ignore it. Sure. You know, you have to accept it if you enjoy the movie as much as you do. But um, that's what it came down to: just getting used to it. But definitely took a while. I don't remember if it was the show called The Batman. It was a cartoon, uh, probably within the past ten years. I do remember one that was just called The Batman. There were a few of them, though. The Brave and the Bold? Is that mm. That was the one that was more like the 60s Batman, right? I, I didn't watch enough to know. I know Batman was mm. one of Drew Carey's buddies that voiced him. I think it was. Huh. The one that I was... There's a few, because The Batman, which was a really good show, but got canceled really quick. Or was no, like a the Brave and the Bold. Never mind. It was like in CG... That was and the Brave and the Bold. No, it was just called no. the Batman. Hmm. Or no, that was called Beware the Batman. That's right. That's ah. what it was. Okay. Yeah. Yes, because when we first started the show, that's when it was Circle in the Drain. And mm-hmm. they decided they were going to rush the last season out like at 1 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I had to go set the DVR. But that was a good show. I enjoyed that. It was just called The Batman, I'm thinking of. I think I... 
I uh, used to have a figure of him up there. But the Joker in that, like, they took liberties with these characters. And he was, like, like a hunchback, slunched over, more creature than human. But oh. he had this, like, big shock of hair that went down his back, kind of like Blanca. Okay, I need to see this. And uh, was, like, very agile, like, parkouring, jumping walls and uh, shit. And it was like, Jesus. what the fuck is this? What's going on with this, you know? I don't like know why that. we have to have such hard separation from source material. The Joker gang from, what was it, the the Terry McGinnis? Yeah, but see, that was cool, too. I enjoyed that. Yeah. Like, the fact that that in, inspiration was still mm-hmm. circling Gotham. Yeah, no, I get that. Is it that thing? Yes, that's oh, it. Oh, man. It's like some insane clown posse bullshit. Yeah, it is. It's horrendous. He had big, gnarly oh, teeth. jeez. Yeah. It, Liberties. Yeah. I, is it a Joker or just some kind of chimp rat person they found in a gutter? <laughs> chimp rat person. Indeed. Yeah. Um, Jack Nicholson. I mean, looking back now that, you know, that we've got, uh, obviously, Heath Ledger. He's not the definitive Joker, but there was a time he was. Mm-hmm. And looking at, you know, I was thinking about it today, looking at his Joker and then looking at his other roles... He really didn't do anything. Just, no, it, nothing he, he played no. Jack Nicholson. He was just he was Jack Nicholson. Yeah, and, you know. So I mean, that's kind of cool. Not that he had to like. It would maybe been corny if he started talking like this or something, <laughs> yeah. you know. So of yeah. course he needs that same voice, but um, he acted a little bit off key, a little bit. Did he? Maybe yeah, a little, little a, nuttier. A, yeah, a little bit. Not. He was his eyelids were always at like half mass before <laughs> yeah. he was transformed, like real chill laid back and then mm-hmm. became I guess more eccentric okay I can give you that painting the the whole Prince thing with like the Prince songs playing and they're painting over the paintings in the museum yeah oh my oh, god it's fucked up <laughs> just destroy <laughs> art for no reason like that yeah Cesar Romero he was just straight up a clown yeah yeah he, he definitely uh... drove me nuts <laughs> You yeah. know, his hoo 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 Just was, everything, he just would erupt into annoying laughter. Yeah. He was him and the Riddler, but the Riddler was like, like, did more of a he 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 thing that was like, ugh, right. ugh, what are you doing? Sounded well, like some kind of which, Gomez Adams was the Riddler, and then they had that other dude as the Riddler. Gomez Adams. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, his name's Raul Julia. Julia? <laughs> Julia? Gomez. Raul J. <laughs> Oh my God! Um, yeah, I. Well, that again, you know, you'd say, "Oh, it was a different time," but yeah, you know, you kind of sold Batman characters on gimmicks. Then, you know, right. what happened to Egghead and Bookworm? No one gives a shit. <laughs> you know? Yeah, working tut. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> you know, they uh, there was a surprising amount of run-ins with King Tut on that show. Like, yeah. looking back, whenever there's reruns on, it's like always a King Tut episode. Like, this, can we go to a different village? Well, they, well, not, he must have been like the cheapest paid actor. Like, just <laughs> get him in here again. The animated movie with uh, the Two-Face one, King Tut was one of the first villains that they fought in it. The animated Two-Face one's out? Yeah, it's on. Well, it was on Amazon Prime. Oh shit, son! I didn't realize that. Stop the episode. <clears throat> no, I I, uh, I have that book. I didn't know it was a movie. I thought maybe I did know, but I forgot about I it. I thought you went and saw it because it was in the theater for a day or something like or something like that. Wasn't it? No, didn't it? I could have swore it was. 
Mandela effect shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, I got some facts here on our our clown prince of crime. Sure. You know, at one point, Baby Goose was to play the Joker in really? Suicide Squad. He would have done a better job, I think. Yeah, I'd have. But if they would have put him, still dressed him up with the same tattoos and shit. Oh, and the yeah, same that's grill true. and the. I just he may have presented it better. He's a solid actor. Still, yeah. He's got range more than you'd expect. I forgot he was Young Hercules. You guys remember Young Hercules? No, I don't. It was supposed to be like the prequel to the Kevin <clears throat> Sorbo. And uh, yeah, I was watching something on YouTube, and there was like clips of him saying. Someone asking him, what would have been some of your favorite roles? And he always goes back to Young Hercules. <laughs> I was like, wow, dude, you've done so much better yeah, than that. Yeah, like, that's what he You meant. could let people forget that if you wanted to. But <laughs> nope. Here we should. Are. Keep hitting the refresh on that timer. <laughs> uh, to date, the body count that the Joker has oh, reached shit. is close to 3,000 people. You hear that, Batman? That's it. Well, I guess, well, probably in the 60s, it didn't really kill a lot of people. Yeah. Mm, yeah, it was probably some flies. Today, yeah. yeah. 3,000 is a lot, though. Yeah. Think about that. Yeah. But I feel Outside like... of, like, war criminals, <clears throat> not a lot of people rack up those kinds of numbers. What? How many... What's the uh, maximum, maximum occupancy for the theater in The Dark Knight Returns that the Joker was on that talk show? Because he gassed all that in people. That whole theater was shut, no? It had to have been... Oh, mm. fucking at least a thousand, right? I would say yeah. probably about that, yeah. Is that the first time we've seen him done, do a first and last time we've seen him do like a mass killing pretty, like that? Usually, I think when people are killed, it's by the Joker. It's at random to aggravate Batman as part of a scheme, or they were caught in the middle of something. It's a bystander something. Yeah, yeah, something that yeah. he had done. Rarely does he go out of his way to just like, oh, here's 30, 40, 50 people. Let's just off them. Yeah. Yeah. If he showed up somewhere with a machine gun, just started gunning people down. No one would be like, oh, that Joker. Yeah, that's a totally (laughs) different thing. (laughs) It's it's about the way he does it. Serious problem with this guy now. Yeah. Laying people (laughs) out all over the place. This isn't fun anymore. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. I mean, once you think about it, it seems like it could be accurate. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Doesn't seem too bad. Yeah. In Batman 186, maybe that was the one that premiered this sidekick. But did you know before Harley Quinn, Joker had a sidekick named Gaggy, <laughs> which was a and they say midget. I think the comic said midget, but I don't think that's PC. Uh, I, I think, little person, I think yeah. little person yeah. um, at the uh, carnival who was disgruntled. Uh, you know, with how much he was getting paid or the, whatever situation surrounded him. And when the Joker started going on these sprees and what, you know, he wanted to blow off some steam and went with him and helped him on his uh, antics. So, it's yeah. Like Captain Hook's Smee. Yeah. Kind of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Punching bag. Another fact that I'm sure everyone listening probably knows, you know, due to the nature of our show, but Harley Quinn was first introduced through the television show and was never... For, you know, that's how yeah, she yeah, came right. into comics. And she's been a mainstay ever since. I, I, yep. I think it's mm-hmm. a credit to character design, or the way she was voiced, everything kind of coming together. They're like, we're keeping her. 
Yeah. She's a perfect fit. Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah. it's, it's poison. And then, you know, it's, it's died down, but certainly around the time Suicide Squad came out, other oh. people have made this point in more eloquent ways. And I was like, I want a relationship like Joker and Harley Quinn. Jeez. Like, you're, that's the wrong takeaway yeah. from what you're getting there. It's, I, I think it's interesting that it's this this one-sided kind of sad crooked thing she's got for him and and he's just so apathetic and it's you know it's a funny thing though because there are marriages just like that oh, yeah. out in this yeah, world and there true. are people who are attracted to that mm-hmm. it's the truth i've i've seen it before and i've known people no i i believe you. like that you know where you see them with somebody it's like that's perfect. They're with the perfect person, but then they like immediately shut them out. Like, oh, it wasn't working, and then they get with some jerk off that just treats them like yep. shit, and they, they'll stay in it for years. You know. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I guess it don't really resonates with a certain type of person. <laughs> yeah. What is that syndrome? Stockholm where, that's syndrome. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of what it is. I, what is it? Stockholm? Like if you're exactly. uh, been kidnapped captive, and yeah. you end up falling in love with your captor. Oh, That's, wow. It's like a Pretty weird much. overriding survival instinct mm. kind of thing. Like your brain releases a bunch of chemicals to get you more attracted to and more on the good side of the person who could potentially kill you at any given time. Wow. That's Which is pretty Pretty fucked. much almost what they got going on. Yeah. Because he could almost care less, but at the same After time. After all those not. sessions of being like psychologically broken down. Mm-hmm. You know. Wow. <clears throat> I'm a psychiatrist almost. <laughs> 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 And I, you know, almost. <laughs> Margot Robbie is awesome, <laughs> right? I mean, we're, <laughs> we're all on the same page there. She's great, uh, but I have a hard time envisioning her as a as a doctor of anything. So it yeah. kind of sinks yeah. the Harley Quinn angle for me. Did they that, I, that they did that angle? Oh yeah, Suicide they, they definitely yep. had a little flashback sequence. I'm like, she did not get her doctorate in something at all ever. Nah, she couldn't get. Well, the I, I'm going to end up looking it up later and find out. She's like, oh, she, her father's a particle physicist. She's really into quantum <laughs> mechanics, and I'll look like a jackass. But you know what I'm saying? That's not why they cast her. You know, this is true. The 1928 film, The Man Who Laughs, was the inspiration for the Joker. Yeah, I already said that. Oh, did you? Oh, I was being sarcastic, but yes. Yes, I did. Oh, smart ass. Okay, I didn't hear. When did you say that? I said, uh, I was talking about the makeup, and I said, the the original inspiration was Gwynplaine from The Man Who Laughs. I may have said The Laughing Man by mistake. That's Yeah, that's what I said. Fuck. So he was wrong. All right. Fuck you. Fuck you. (laughs) Oh, man who laughs. Okay, uh, Heath Ledger, Joker, was to appear in Dark Knight Rises, but obviously could not. And I had heard at the time there were rumors of Jake Gyllenhaal taking that role. You know, I'd have been all right with that, I think. Nah. No? No. No. Not when, not when you've got... It would have totally take. It would have drugged that movie down. It would have been an <laughs> oh, anchor on the movie, I think. Damn. You don't? I don't know. I Think I of how long that like... movie was and how much was already in it. Uh, and then yeah. to add... Add... Okay, so you're talking about in, who, in the sense of adding a character, not necessarily his performance as the Joker. I'm saying, uh, I'm down with another actor reprising someone else's role, but this is not just an ordinary role. This is the role. This sure. is cinematic history. This is, I mean, people are going to be talking about that role for years. I mean, 
It would have been different. It would have been, been different. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and that would have been enough. So sure. I, I see what you're saying. I don't think Jake Gyllenhaal gets enough credit. I think it's... A lot of people shit. I've on got him. nothing like against him. him. I'm not shitting yeah. on him. Oh, I, know. I, I think I he would have done good in his own right. I see I mean, what you're saying about it just being different, though. I hadn't really considered it. He was hilarious in Bubble Boy. Let's. Hey. <laughs> He's done other stuff. <laughs> you know, uh, I don't know. The Beatles, for instance, they were just like a, a force of what? Not nature necessarily, but creativity that. Yeah just can't be matched and you don't try to match it sure. you just appreciate it for what it mm-hmm. is you know all right i hope you learned the lesson yeah <laughs> <laughs> didn't realize it was a, a teaching hour all right uh, anything else on the joker gentlemen i think we covered it all right t-shirts we got t-shirts they're a steal right oh what uh, a bargain that, that's a segue right? yeah it's yeah. a joker steals Jokers. and kills oh I they're get a it. kill they're a steal no they're killer we're gonna, shirts we're gonna gas you. maybe i shouldn't have thrown the notes out on this <laughs> <laughs> maybe brought some direction but yeah I mean, uh, buy a t-shirt yeah it's good for you buy a mug buy decal buy a koozie mm-hmm. i guess that kind of time of the year is kind of over but you can still use a koozie in yeah. the house right to so keep, keep your hot chocolate hot. Hot. yeah yeah Mmm. Sounds fucking horrible. That sounds <laughs> yeah, horrible. Yeah, but, you know, buy Hot one chocolate? so you're stocked up. It's delicious. Uh, I'm more of like a, uh, I don't know. Loser? <laughs> yeah. yeah oh, he Keep your hot food. toddy hot. Yeah. Yeah. Nah. I, I want a cool drink, like a lemonade or something in the sun. <laughs> I hate the fall. Like, hate the winter. What? All right. Hey. And everything that comes with them. Pumpkin spice latte will stay oh nice and warm in your canned air <laughs> Bust open a sh- You know, that's probably a smart a angle to take because yeah. that's what people are buying. Yeah. Pumpkin spice. Warm that's how you know fall. Cider. That's how you know fall's here. Pumpkin spice. Mm. Can't we just say nutmeg and cinnamon? Exactly. Can we drop the pretense that pumpkin adds nutmeg anything to it? Nutmeg and cinnamon is fucking Christmas. Thank you. Yeah, but pumpkin spice is all it just is. nutmeg and cinnamon. The With pumpkin the itself is just about flavorless. But when you call it nutmeg and cinnamon, it becomes a Christmas thing. It's pumpkin spice. Right? I want to hit you so much right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just overcome with it. <laughs> <laughs> I see smoke coming out of here. <laughs> Society6.com forward slash canned air pod. Get your pumpkin spice. Oh, Not yeah. your pumpkin spice, but you get your t shirts. Get your shirts and koozies. Your bullshit. Thank you so much. Make <laughs> a t shirt that says Thanks pumpkin spice. Pumpkin spice. <laughs> pumpkin spice. S P A A A S. Off the rails. This is all because of you, Ryan. Thank Thanks, you. Ryan. Jeez. <laughs> all right. Let's now see. we're lonesome. Right. <laughs> Let's swing open the door to the comic vault here. Who's going first? Why don't you go first, Jack? Oh, I was going to cool. go in the I middle so I can separate the Joker stories. Oh. Oh. Okay. We'll be the Joker sandwich here. Okay. Yeah. You want to go first? Yeah, if you I? don't mind. No. Uh, mine is just called Joker by Brian Azzarello. Art by Lee... <sighs> Give me just a moment. I want to make sure was I don't Was this like a man. single issue? This was or? a single issue deal. Is it newer, older? It's a little older. 2008, I believe it was, because yeah. I was looking at that today. I was almost, I almost read it. That was one thing I uh, thought I'd written down here, but I guess I didn't, was that uh, the Joker has had so many different series, at least attempted to be started, like Joker-centric yeah, comics, yeah. and they mm-hmm. never pan they out. They never go off the ground. So I hope that's not an indication of what... To be expected by a Joker centric movie. We'll see, I, I think guess. I only found like two actual graphic novels that are straight Joker. Wow. 
Okay. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. No, no, you're fine. Um, but yeah, Joker by Brian Azzarello and Lee Bermejo. I hope I pronounced that correctly. Uh, whose art is striking for its like, oh man, it's these are gonna sound contradictory, but it, like it's got a realism to it, but it's also kind of grotesque. Like there are exaggerated elements, but I want to say the texture of everything he draws is is so on point that like it feels kind of greasy and raw like you're there in a way that's almost uncomfortable you almost feel captive and, and the art really really got me I, I loved it the story is pretty decent i mean you know it's azarello who's done some solid stuff for batman i think the the real the thing that really catches your eye about this one though is what a striking resemblance the joker depicted in this comic has to heath ledger's joker and my understanding was that there was some uh, some question as to who got it from where, whether these two things happened in isolation, it was just a coincidence, or um, Heath Ledger was pursued as a result of them seeing this depiction mm. and, and liking this style that he went for and finding someone who kind of matched that ideal. I don't know the whole story, and that's probably wrong, but if you have a look at the character, you know, the Joker in this comic, he's very, very similar. But another really cool aspect of this is that it brought in a lot of the sort of side and ancillary characters in interesting sort of reimagined ways. Uh, at one point, they encountered the Riddler, who's just a pimp. Like, there's no other way to put it. He's just got like a long... Got the cane. Fur-lined jacket. Mm, yeah, yeah. That. He's just... That's who he is. And it's clear, like, that's the direction they took this character. They didn't explore it too much. He was just there for a moment to set up a scene. But I thought that was cool because it forces you to go like, all right, well, where does that come from? Is it his manner of speech? He still talks in riddles, but he makes his money from this whole thing. You know, it just it opened up a new avenue into this character you don't really consider. Hmm. Uh, Harley Quinn was present first as a dancer on stage. You don't realize it's Harley Quinn until she gets off stage, um, dons her, you know, classic outfit with the corset and the red and black diamonds and all that. And they're off and running. And I think this comic did a really good job of selling that Dark Knight feel that's more about the the gritty realism of it. You know, like, I think Dark Knight is very much, more so than a Batman movie, it's a what-if-Batman-was-real movie, you know? Yeah. yeah. And this comic really sold that feel. So I, I think it's interesting, and it's timely, because I guess, in spite of my stubborn refusal to acknowledge any Joker except the one I prefer... The Joker is about reinvention to an extent. Sure. And uh, with a character this all over the place, yeah, it, it makes sense. You wouldn't want to let him stagnate. You wouldn't want to try and catch lightning in a bottle twice. So, you know, yeah, you got to branch out. You got to make it weird. I didn't initially like the makeup. I'm still not super into it, but I'm willing to see where it goes. You're talking Joaquin Phoenix. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, I could be wrong. Yeah. I'm sure. We could all be wrong. We could all be wrong. Again, it's a DC movie. It's going to blow our minds or it could it be any of I was just like, oh, really? But then I saw That was those. when I heard it. Yeah. But as soon as I saw him again, even out of makeup, I thought, I saw Damn, a clip of him. Uh, he was on like a talk show or something with his hair slicked back and he yeah. was just like in it. And I was like, oh, shit. Okay. That's another thing that's kind of pulling from Ledger was his hair. He just, you know, just kind of messy. Like and greasy. And yeah, 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 yeah. So I can get behind that. Not that too. nice, clean thing. Yeah, 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 for sure. <laughs> <laughs> that's what Jack Blah. thinks. All right. Uh, what was that called again? Just the Joker? Just Joker. 
Just Joker. Just Joker. Shoot me a link to that. I, I want to look at that. That sounds awesome. All right, Jack. I'm not going with the Joker today. I'm going Whoa. with Cyanide and Happiness. You rebel. Son of a bitch. And I think I think this we've talked about them before, Cyanide and Happiness before. I'm, yeah. It's probably Maybe been a not while. in the comics roundtable, but certainly they've come up. I don't know. But they're on Twitter at, at Explosum, E-X-P-L-O-S-M. <laughs> and it's a basically a joke of the day comic. Uh a little bit more than stick figures drawings. Yeah, that's that's a good way to put it. <laughs> <laughs> but I found a couple of them that were pretty hilarious that tickled my fancy. There's I'm one of them. So glad he said fancy. <laughs> <laughs> one of them that I I crack up just even thinking about it. The first one is a husband and wife. They're sitting close together, and uh, the husband says, "I know it's weird, but I like to tell dad jokes while I'm having sex." Oh my and his God. wife's like, whatever you're into, handsome. So it shows him in bed. There's a little old man sitting next to the bed. And he says, hey, Dad, why'd the cookie go to the hospital? But don't bump. Gross. Telling Dad jokes. It's one thing if the dog's in the room while I'm looking. Get, but okay. <laughs> it's a different thing if it's your elderly father in the room. <laughs> Gross. And another one's two guys standing there. One guy's drinking. And uh, the one guy... Says, hey man, slow down. I think you had a few too many. And the guy that's with the beer says, yeah, no shit. And the camera pans out and it shows about four kids and a wife while he's sitting there drinking his beer. <laughs> yeah. Jokes. I think I might have to even put. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> and the last one, I had, it just had me cracking up. I don't know why. It was maybe just the mood I was in at the time, but. It just shows a, a universe and it says everything in existence is made from cosmic dust of exploding stars. Even the people are made from celestial riches of stardust. So when you feel like you're worthless and have no place in this universe, stop and remind yourself. Even stars make mistakes. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Uh, it just makes me laugh uh, so hard. You know, I, I remember the very first Cyanide and Happiness comic I ever saw. This was back in middle school. These guys have been at it for a long while. <laughs> and there's this kid sitting on the street corner crying. And a big guy walks up to him. He's like, hey, buddy, what's wrong? He's like, if I don't find a liver transplant, a new liver to get transplanted, I'm going to die soon. He's like, oh, man. Well, I'll tell you what. You can have mine if you beat me in a being taller contest. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go. <laughs> It's Aww. the best <laughs> bad like yeah. dickhead humor. I tell you what, ever. super cool guys though. And yeah. they're all over the place. Are they? If there's a convention, they go there. <laughs> <laughs> what was it called again? Cyanide and happiness. Oh my god, that sounds priceless. I think uh Crawdad's Welcome is gonna have That's, a new yeah. companion. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. So uh, I'm going to be talking about a few different things here for mine. One, just to keep in the Joker theme, I just kind of pulled this off the shelf before we started the show as I was kind of jealous that Jake had Joker-themed comics. So uh, I've talked about this on the show before, and I'm not even going to get into the whole book, but it's uh, Batman Cacophony by Kevin Smith and the uh, art done by Walt Flanagan. But uh, it contains one of my most favorite Batman-Joker interactions uh, that has ever existed. It comes after the Joker has been caught. He's in ICU in the hospital and, uh, you know, guarded by the police. And here comes a gentleman by the name of uh, Malone. 
I, I think it's his old matches Malone outfit, you know. Mm. And he uh, comes in to visit the Joker, and the Joker's looking at a book, and he puts the book down and looks up at this matches Malone one time, just real quick. Looks back at the book and goes, "Hey, bats." <laughs> and he 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 just nods, and goes, "Joker." And he goes, I'm, you know, glad to see you come out and you get your old disguise kid out. That's all fun. But, you know, just change, just be you, you know. So he pulls the curtain real quick and pulls it back. He's in full Batman wardrobe. And the gist of what happens here, the reason Batman is here is because um, I can't remember if they had just almost come close to death or if maybe he's dying. I don't remember exactly the details. Again, it's been a long, long time since I've read this, but... Batman's there to ask him, you know, in the end, do you really want to kill me? This dance that we've been doing for years, you know, it almost seems like there's a piece of each of us that cares for the other one, you know? And it's obviously what Batman feels has been keeping him from killing the guy all these years. You know, there's something there, obviously, at least on his end. And Joker uh, says, you know, I, I hate to break it to you, but... No. Because <laughs> if I had the opportunity, I would totally kill you. And, uh, you know, as final as that scene weirdly is... Weirdly enough, that hurts. Like to- It does. Because you see, you know, for a split second, there's actually like a crook of a smile and a look of affection on Batman's face. Like, kind of like saying, you know, not only asking him this question, but coming clean about yeah, the fact yeah. that... You know, I think there's something there. You know, I feel something there. Like, some kind of a feeling other than hatred toward someone I should, by all means, only hate. Yeah. But um, it was just really cool. And I don't even know that I'm supposed to believe the Joker in that moment. <laughs> right. Because we've seen, you know, not necessarily in this book, but throughout Batman's lore, and especially the Joker's lore, how they complete each other. They have how played that up quite In yeah. Batman's absence, the Joker just kind of... Well, I mean, look at Dark Knight right, uh, Returns. You know how without Batman, he's just sitting he's like dormant. motionless yeah. in a nut house until he hears Batman on the TV, and then he's right back to what where he left off ten years ago. Yeah. You know, so, that's uh, if you no, go ahead. It's um, one of the recent Batman. I want to say Rebirth. They were talking about, or, or there there was a sequence in which they were discussing Batman and Joker's first real encounter. And after Joker gets locked up, Batman comes to him as Bruce Wayne and says something to the effect of, like, you know, here I am. Let's settle this or whatever the hell. And Joker just turns and looks at him and, like, scoffs and turns back around and looks at the wall. And it's like he doesn't even give a shit about who Batman is. It's Batman that interests him. You right. know, Bruce Wayne is meaningless to him. And I thought that was really cool. You know, he's like, no, put your face back on. You know, there's this whole thing. Stop trying to be something you're not. And that's what's so great about it, because, you know, even the Joker knows that the Batman is the true personality. That's the person. Bruce Wayne's the disguise, you know. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I I strongly recommend picking it up. Cacophony and The Widening Gyre. It's been, again, a very long time since I've read these, and I can't remember which one comes before the other. But they were great reads. I had so much fun with them. And again, one of my most... The thing I remember the most about the Joker from any of the comics is in that book right there. Right the thing on. I just told you. All right. Well, I think that probably does... Concludes the comic vault. Unless you guys have anything so. else. Nope. I feel nope. like I've said my piece. 
Right. Well, we were supposed to have Mr. Ryan Little on the show, like we were saying uh, tonight. A uh, good friend of the show. He's been on, would have been the fifth time. And uh, so we were just going to, since we got time to burn, either cut the episode short or talk about his stuff a little bit, which I think we should do. I think we were yeah. f- big fans of One Lonesomes, which is kind of his, uh, I don't want to say take on Pokemon, but if you're a Pokemon fan, it's kind of in that same wheelhouse. Pocket, what, yeah, yeah. Was it Pocket Monsters or... It's monsters that uh, that come to be that are reflections of your kind, the loneliness you're experiencing. That's right. Yeah, I believe and little kids and their loneliness is the type of loneliness that they're feeling. Right, right. Whatever you're feeling is represented. So if you're like horribly lonely and have dark thoughts, this is going to be one dark, evil-looking creature. Yep. You yeah. know. But uh, anyway, it was that's a good series. Strongly recommend checking it out. Lonesomes and uh, Prometheus. Oh yeah. Also, help mm-hmm. me with this the one. one. I always go back to. Yeah, yeah. It was uh, what he he's held in. He's being held captive. Yeah, Prometheus he's is. the Titan that gave humanity the secret of fire. So right. he was. Uh, I forget how it gets tweaked, but uh, he was chained to a rock for a giant vulture to chew out his liver every day. Yeah. But now he's in today's society and sees how we're living. Yeah, sees like the, the age of social media, the Kardashian shit like that. <coughs> hey, maybe I made a mistake. Yeah. And like find out what went wrong, right? I mean, there yeah. was supposed to be somebody... Boy, I'm so shady on the details. Like, I don't even <laughs> want to say. I, when he's on and explaining it, I remember all the details, but... Yeah, I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's right. I remember that. It was a cool idea. But you can find him on Twitter at Mr. Ryan Comics. Give him a follow. Be in the know. He's just uh, wrapped up a Kickstarter that did yeah. really damn well. I can't remember the name of it, but uh, his work is well worth your time. They got more than double what they were asking for. So no, yeah. he deserves it. Yeah, I would say so. Gentlemen, what else have we got? Anything? I don't know. Is there anything newsworthy we should address? I think we did with the topic. Yeah, mainly. Yeah. I mean, the the Joker thing was the main thing I wanted to talk about. But uh, I think I'm. Oh, tapped. this is this is current as of us recording this. Okay. But uh, the second trailer for Bumblebee, bringing mm. back oh, the old yeah. first generation first looks gen, of some yep. of those Decepticons. They're looking. Cute. Whether or not the movie's any good, I do appreciate seeing those characters represented as they were. I think it'll be good. Yeah. And you know, I want to uh, see a side by side of this Bumblebee compared to Michael Bay's because. Yeah. After watching this trailer a second time, now I'm not so convinced that he looks the same as he did in Michael Bay films. Or am I wrong? Well, he's he's a little more defined now. You can look at him and not get a migraine. Yeah. Fucking maze <laughs> Less of moving and parts. Pistons. Now he's like, oh, look, there's the fender of the thing that he is. You know, he's, yeah. he's got recognizable elements. Uh, yeah. Instead, instead of, of just being a mess. You can't see him as a robot saying, oh, that's Camaro. <laughs> yeah. You know yeah. he's a Volkswagen well, that's, now. That's a VW Bug. Yeah. I'm excited. When does that come out? Christmas. Christmas? Yep. Merry Christmas. And there's no Star Wars this year, right? Nope. God. You know what? I don't care. God. Don't want one? No, don't we need one. it to be gone. Yep. We need to reclaim Christmas from Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. That'll be next year. Give it year. back. Yeah. That'll be Candace. Rise up, fellow merrymakers. <laughs> We're taking Christmas back. Let Candare join or The lead. Yuletide Offensive begins in December. And Candare is your general. <laughs> I got nothing else. What are we doing? Yeah, I'm I'm tapped. All right. Jack, what do we got on the website? Go to cannedairpodcast.com where you can see our special guests. Click on our merch button. See our Patreon page. Follow us on social media. 
see our YouTube page. <laughs> Good? And, yeah. Yeah. And if you'd like to send us an email and say hi or anything at all, send us an email on our contacts page. And don't forget, on Facebook and Twitter, we are at CannedAirPod. And on Instagram, we are at Canned underscore Air. If you like what we do, hit us up on Patreon, please. Uh, but seriously, it makes a huge difference. It means a lot to us. And you don't have to give a lot because every little bit helps. And you get a show out of it. Indeed you do. Mm-hmm. You get a show. And um, what if our series is weeks away? Yes. What are we looking We're at? Three, three weeks? Yeah. Something like that? Good God. Mm-hmm. I've got my work cut out for me. i got to get busy. But uh, we got to get that, mo- that money first. got to get that money. Get those muns, hon. <sighs> Can't write checks unless you got money. <laughs> <laughs> But once we do, head over to, um, not once we do, do it now. Head over to Twitter at What If Series. Give us a follow. Be in the know. Uh, we have websites coming up. What, Facebook, right? As Facebook's well? up. All kinds of different mediums where you can uh, follow and uh, be in the know when it happens. But I'm sure you boys over here are going to be making one hell of a holler when we when That's we the plan. <laughs> yeah, so... Uh, you may not have to look too far to hear it, but we're excited for you guys to hear it. Maybe we'll even play one of the episodes on Candare cool. to kind of help cross-promote. Yeah. The yeah. Facebook's page got all the what-ifs that we did on Candare. All the Candare right. what-ifs are on the Facebook page. So I thought about remarketing those, but I think I'm just going to leave them as what they are. Yeah. yeah. That Disney one was just so much fun. <laughs> <laughs> all right, anyway, without uh, with nothing left to say, I am Jeremy Colley. I'm Jack Doherty. I'm Jake Runyon. And we'll see you next week. Stars make mistakes too. Words to calling your name after losing at the game. You took me by surprise. I didn't realize that you were laughing. Time goes slowly, but carries on. Drink Daddy's cough syrup. This is where he keeps the good stuff. You don't need drugs to get high. Talk! You just need the Candare Podcast. That's good advice. Now we know. And no one is half the battle. Just one question. What are you doing outside the window? <laughs> Tell your mama to call me. G.I. Joe! Um, but another, somebody's cell phone sitting near a cord.
fuck is that? You hear it? Yeah. yeah. Your mom. Your mom. Your mom. Beautiful. God. The Korean War has sadly been known as the Forgotten War, but half a century earlier, the United States was locked in a bloody conflict in Asia that's been all but erased from the history books. Hi, I'm Alex Hasty, the host of Ohio vs. the World, an American history podcast on the Evergreen Podcast Network. In our newest episode, we speak to experts about the Philippine-American War, America's first Asian counterinsurgency conflict. The heroes, the villains. We'll discuss President McKinley, Admiral Dewey, the vicious brutality of the fighting and the scandals and war crimes that nearly sunk Theodore Roosevelt's presidency. Check out our show, Ohio vs. the World, on the Evergreen Podcast Network for our new episode about America's most forgotten war. Now back to the show.